Welcome to the Sad Boys, a podcast about feelings and other things also. I'm Jarvis. And I'm Jordan the Sick Boy. Um, I'm dying, Jarvis. You have no color in your skin. You I, look like you're 95 years old. I called you here to give you my, my, my greatest possession. What is your greatest possession? My status as sidekick on the podcast. Mm, I'm going to have to pass. Wait, do I simultaneously get to be host and sidekick of the podcast? Nope, I transition to a young, handsome main host. Um, I'm going to have to say... No on that one. Please. <laughs> you must destroy a painting with my visage as a sidekick. You could have offered me anything, and you offered the least appealing thing. <laughs> $100 also. Today we have a topic. We do. We have a... We usually do. Which is <laughs> no, a I, good I job, today, really. Like, I just thought I'd let everybody know that there's a topic. It's got a little loosey-goosey. It's a little Screw loosey-goosey. Screw the topic. Let's well, just be ourselves. Nah. <laughs> no one wants to hear that. We have no reason to hang out. Uh, so today, um, we're talking about burnout. We are. Uh, the popular racing series from the mid-2000s. <laughs> yeah, we're talking about the video game Burnout <laughs> from 2002 uh, on Xbox, a- original Xbox. <laughs> <laughs> uh, culminating in what many consider the zenith of arcade-style racing games, Burnout Paradise in 2009. Highly right. recommend purchasing that. Um, shit, I know a lot about Burnout Paradise. <laughs> Could that be the topic? <laughs> should maybe give a description of what burnout is in this context yeah because it tripped me up when i first moved here because oh, nobody uses it at least in the uk people are like oh i'm so i'm, I'm at burnout right now yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh you want to play i'm down yeah <laughs> okay, <laughs> I love that yeah. Game. let's go yeah so burnout is essentially when you overwork yourself and then become so exhausted that you are really ineffective at doing anything yeah and then you start to generate this this weird guilt cycle which makes you more burnt out which makes you more burnt out it's not like a thing that goes away naturally you have to be kind of proactive about it yeah yeah um, not dissimilar from when we were talking about the cleaning house stuff a few episodes ago uh not doing so is typically what leads to a form of burnout right um, right and we should mention it's not exclusively work always it can also oh, just be not. personal projects yeah or basically by, your brain running out of ram by yeah by overwork i mean overwork in putting your body up to things that like without getting adequate rest and yeah. uh, essentially not living a sustainable lifestyle with regard to working habits. Which, you know, if anybody knows of us off the podcast, two crazy party animals, just try and get me to stay home one night and have a bubble bath and drink a glass of wine. I'm always out on the town doing <laughs> yeah, I, stuff. I can never, I can never find, sometimes I show up to Jordan's house to record the show and he's out partying and uh, I'm like, Jordan, it's 4 p.m. on a Wednesday. I'm in all the main clubs. I go to dance. What are your favorite clubs? Yeah. Here? Yeah, yeah. Tell oh, us your favorite. The names. There's so many good names that I know, definitely. Oh, yeah. No, hit me with like number one. Yeah, of course, because I know all of them. Yeah, so you know. So why, why would I find it hard to say one? There's uh, Footloose, uh, right? That's a, that's a club. Uh huh. Um, well, you're not allowed to dance. <laughs> and a minister <laughs> punishes you if you do. There's something about kicking off your Sunday shoes? <laughs> there are no Sunday shoes allowed <laughs> yeah. in Footloose. Um, was the town in Footloose called Footloose, by the way? <laughs> I've been saying that for years. Like, I, oh, this is—it's like we lived in Footloose. <laughs> That's not the case. I'm sure people like assume you mean the movie Footloose. <laughs> That's like, uh, it's like if I said if we lived in School of Rock. <laughs> <laughs> Remember when we all studied in School of Rock? <laughs> School of Rock, Minnesota. I. I'm not going to look up the city that I, I want. I to, want to maintain it as yeah, yeah, that's, that's, a, that's an important part of your person. So the reason that we're talking about burnout today is I don't know about you, Jordan, but I feel like I'm on the verge. 
Mm, right up against the edge. No, just on the website, theverge.com, oh, where you cool. can get up-to-date <laughs> tech news. Yeah. <laughs> They've got a bunch of info about the, the series is coming back to yeah. PS4, which is great. No, uh, I um, have been doing a little bit too much recently, and I just kind of had this phase of focusing where I reduced a lot of the stuff that was taking up my time in an effort to have a more sustainable lifestyle, because I just felt like the way I was going was not going to end well. Jordan, have you been uh, overworking yourself lately? Uh, yeah, I mean, that's one of the reasons we thought this would be an appropriate topic for today. Um, for a little peek behind the curtain, the way we typically do topics is we are just texting about when we want to do the episode, and then at one point somebody will go, what about this thing? Yeah. I think this thing's interesting. Or if we have a guest, it's usually predetermined a little earlier, but in the case of you and me, it's usually pretty flexible. We say, okay, kind of want to do an episode on XYZ, and we go... Mm, I'm closest to this right now, right, like right. in my status. And with burnout, it was like immediate, yeah, yeah, double gratification. We're like, yeah, oh, okay, yeah. I think the reason we were so we were both so immediately aligned on this one is because we're both there right now, or both right on the precipice. Oh yeah. And as a result, we thought, hey, what better than to attend our, our local therapy session that we share it's with true. each other with and each other. a bunch of other people that it, shouldn't? People don't get it. The podcast isn't for them. They, we record this for posterity. It's not for them to listen to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Prosperity? Posterity. <laughs> yeah, I was going to help you out with that one. No, it was for posterity. <laughs> and was I was right the first time. For and posterity and don't, prosperity. Don't tweet me. <laughs> it and, was correct. And perspiration. <laughs> perspiration. Is, it's for perspiration and purse. Parody, which means when you have the same purse as someone else. <laughs> as a joke. Yeah. <laughs> what a golden bit. <laughs> oh my god, I've lambasted her by purchasing the same purse. <laughs> I've achieved purse parody. <laughs> <laughs> we have all found true purse parody. Jordan, on the topic of burnout, how was your week? Uh, overall, my week has been pretty good. Uh, the last two weeks have been very stressful work-wise, uh, which is not something I dislike at all. I mean, it's the reason I work where I work, is that it's intense, yeah. it's a startup, yeah. it's fast-moving. But every now and then you do stop, and whatever the opposite of smelling the roses is, kind of shoot roses out of your nose. <laughs> <laughs> roses out of your noses? <laughs> rosy, rosy out your nosy. And you stop, and you aren't really able to appreciate the small things. I yeah, think that's yeah, where yeah. I've gotten quite recently. Okay. Um, but outside of that, to focus on the positive before we dive into our main topic for the day. I've been doing a lot of interesting stuff with my home space. I've been moving yeah. things around. We're recording downstairs in the living room for the first time in a, in a minute. Yeah, not since, I don't know, episode four. Yeah, if you're sensing a lack of sexual tension, which is usually uh, on the podcast, that's because I'm not lying in my bed this time. Yeah, we're not on the same bed. We're on the same couch. So ah, very different vibe. Kind of a classier, more romantic <laughs> tone. Yeah. We have a, a fire and a bear rug. I skinned Diva and made a rug. <laughs> yeah, we've got a Chromecast playing uh, a video of a fireplace. <laughs> and my, my TV is very hot. <laughs> I don't know why that happened. It's very hot. We set the TV on fire. Um, but yeah, my week has been pretty positive overall. Um, all of the things that were causing me trouble more or less have now been addressed or surmounted in some way, which is a very satisfying place to be in. I'm also taking a personal day tomorrow to work yeah. on some, some personal projects. And I want to vocalize what those are. Oh, snap. Because I want some accountability forced upon me by the the... Fam of the boys, I'm a big fan of, the, but yeah. Sad Boys fam is taking off. I think that you're allowed to say either. Yeah, it's it, your preferred term. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah, you do you. You do you, but you're saying that you want the community that lives primarily over on Twitter at Sad Boys mm -hmm. Pod or on Facebook at Sad Boys Pod to keep you accountable for these goals of yours. I want the, and let's call them what they are, listening to our therapy sessions, these emotional perverts. Yeah. <laughs> these <want> voyeurs. <laughs> yeah, okay. You could be a fan of the boys, you could be a Sad Boys fan, or you could be an emotional voyeur. <laughs> <laughs> a pod perv. <laughs> a pod perv. Um, I want each and every one of you to keep me accountable that at some point in the next, let's call it month. 
Okay. Next month's worth of episodes. Yeah. For me to provide some kind of update on the video essay I'm trying to write. Oh, hell yeah. I want to, I've wanted to get into video essays for a very long time. I've wanted you to get into video essays for a pretty long time already. <laughs> Possibly more so than I do. Yeah. I'm I'm constantly texting Jordan like, yo, what's, what's happening? With, what's happening with the essay? How can I help? How can we get this out? But I, uh, we're recording at what? It's 5.50 right now. And I am drinking a Phil's tea that I went out and got. Because I napped today because I was sick at home and yes. I worked uh, throughout the day just in bed. And then I said to myself, okay, after my little nap before we record, I'm probably going to be too wired to, to go back to sleep. Right. I'm just going to stay up. I'm taking a personal day tomorrow. Yeah. I'm going to stay up real late. Um, back in college, whenever I used to, so I wrote a lot of video essays back in the day and never produced anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I would always do it between the hours of 2 and 8 a.m. It's, it's, it's going to be like going back to the old days. It's the magic hour. Like, uh, whenever I'm awake in those hours and I start to feel like that tiredness, but where I stay up, it reminds me of college. Yeah. That and being a kind of hungry all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Always, always. <laughs> those two factors are very college. I Speaking of those two things exactly, <gasps> I have had a week also. No way. Yeah. Bullshit. And my week has been, well, I had the busiest weekend of all time. Like, I've never had less free time or less time to myself, less time to decompress. I learned so much about myself this weekend, and it kind of incited this whole... Like, I knew I was on the verge of burnout before, but this kind of cemented that I needed to do something about it. Essentially... On Friday night, I had like a dinner from like five to eight. And then I had a friend who was in town from Seattle uh, and I met them for dinner after that, like sort of second dinner. And then Saturday- oh, wait, both on Friday night? Both on Friday night, <laughs> okay. already, already. And then Saturday- Well, that's great because you got to test out all of your jokes at the previous dinner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got to make all the jokes about eating on <laughs> Friday, January. The... You, you could see what worked, what didn't. And then yeah, the next yeah, dinner yeah. was hilarious. It was good. Yeah, a few more dinners and I think I'm going to start doing a national tour. <laughs> I think I'm going to be actually funny. <laughs> I think, I think it's been a few years and I think I'm ready for it. Um, then Saturday rolls around. I had an event that I had to go to from nine to five. And then I, oh my Lord. I had three hours. That's of like break. a job. I had, I know I had three hours of break. And then I had uh, the museum of ice cream from like eight to 10. <laughs> I know it's, very... it was my it was like my friend came from Seattle and brought her three friends to I bought the tickets for this thing museum of ice cream it's like less a museum and more an Instagram paradise where like everywhere yeah. you turn it's like a backdrop for an Instagram photo do you think the person that runs the museum of ice cream is allowed to go to like the museum curator summits yeah <laughs> or they just get laughed he, wait, out he waits room. outside and everyone points and laughs <laughs> he's like but me too and they're like mm, no but then, but then like a year later he's like wow this guy's getting a lot more attraction than any of our museums yeah yeah, (laughs) this is the richest museum curator in the world yeah it's uh you just have to appeal to vanity and then you're gonna go and ice cream treats (laughs) treats and vanity treat everybody like children and (laughs) they'll love you forever they'll love you forever and then um after museum of ice cream people wanted to go out and then i kind of had to do some of the clubs that i mentioned earlier yeah like footloose have you heard of that one footloose uh Um, i could name others don't need to no i'm not gonna ask you i can just see them like rolling through your brain (laughs) i like left early because i had this youtube live stream so the youtube live stream happens uh ends at like noon uh i prepared probably from eight just getting the stream ready trying to not have any technical hiccups so we do the stream for about an hour and it went great it went great 
Uh, I was there. I was deep in the DMs. Yeah, you were deep in the cut. And then a mere three hours later, I got another three-hour break. And then I had rehearsals and practice from three to nine. And this is for improv. This is for improv and sketch. And it was just by the time it was Sunday and I would finished the live stream, I was like, no more. And then I knew that I had six hours of like needing to be on. Mm, yeah. And it was like, I. it's not only that like um, I need to be awake or something like that. It's like I need to be creatively stimulating and be contributing to something thing and using my brain and, and there I, is a possibility of failure if you don't yeah there are like actual stakes oh and there was and there was much failure um oh no no i mean it was fine but i was totally like on edge a little bit you know was this a uh show no just re- just practice and rehearsals but improv practice is still yeah it's, it's effectively a show it's like it was like three hours and it was uh this one particularly was about physical comedy so it was a lot of jumping around and oh. learning about how clowns do their comedy and basically a lot of stretching and jumping and motions. What a salsa. <laughs> yeah, it was it was a lot. But- <laughs> yeah. Um and then yeah, and then the other rehearsal was just like a thing where I had to recall all my lines and that was just like embarrassingly bad. Yeah. I was just like couldn't I was just brain dead at that point. Uh, or I, I mean, my brain was fried at that point. I didn't have the ability to recall any of my lines. Yeah. And it was just like so embarrassing. I'm like, I swear I'm good for it. I'm just like so beat. <laughs> I owe you. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll text you the lines later. I owe you a good comedic <laughs> performance. Um, and, would, and, now, and now we're starting to touch on like the actual practical implications of burnout. Because burnout as like an emotionally exhausting place to be is bad enough. Yeah. But when it's like negatively dominoing into other things that you and other people value, yeah. that's when it's time to, to maybe do something. Yeah, I guess. And you uh, did. I, I did. I guess we've now officially transitioned into the topic because. Oh, do you want to sing the topic theme? <clears throat> burnout in paradise. <laughs> it's not to be confused with burnout paradise. <laughs> <laughs> we should have called it. Something else. <laughs> Bad SEO. But unfortunately, we've already bought the domain. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> kind of weird. It. <laughs> no. Wow, long theme. <laughs> it's got a lot of pauses. Anyway, you thought Insane. we were gone. <laughs> <laughs> He's back. Please leave, <laughs> sir. Um, He's like outside the door. <laughs> so to jump head first into the topic. Well, right. Be careful. Um, it's very, it's a very hard topic. Yeah, <laughs> it's just spiky. Um, Moves very quickly. Would you say because we we sort of alluded to the idea that you've made some changes, right? Right, you've right. And proactive about trying to get out of this headspace. Yes. One. What the hell did you do? Yeah. Uh, and two. What was the catalyst for you doing it? What was the catalyst for you making the change? Because this is not the first time yeah. that I think your life and work and hobbies have conflicted in this yeah, like, yeah. overwhelming. So I think it's a couple of things. First, like the weekend was a sign that something was off. I wasn't enjoying the stuff I was doing. And usually the reason that I get myself into these situations is because I am just so excited about all the things that I want to do all the things. But it just it was just so draining. A lot of it just wasn't something I was looking forward to. And I was starting to notice a pattern with that. And that's kind of one of the signs of burnout with me when it's like everything feels like something I have to do. And I'm just like, feel like I'm not, I don't have the agency in my own life. I'm not in charge of my own like decisions. I kind of am just a passenger that has to respond to stimulus yeah. on command. <laughs> and then suddenly there's this clean example that that is what's happening. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I feel like that might be the case. Oh, I just died. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, my, I burned my house to the ground. And then I um I talked to uh our, well, I was going to say one of our coworkers, but our CEO. Uh, our dad. Our dad. Uh, our sweet little daddy. Dad. <laughs> dad uh, Conti. Dad Conti um, about 
creative stuff and time management a bit. And we made this like plan for 2018, basically like if you were writing the press release for 2018 and 2019. So fast forward to February 1st, 2019, and you're writing a press release that goes, Jordan's 2018 was his best year of all time. Here's what happened. And you you write out that stuff. It's like fill in the blank. Like what happened? I won't ask you to do that here, but maybe we can do this exercise later. Um, and so I like gave you know my answers to that. And then like when I put everything down, when I thought about my priorities, and when it was put in a list that needed to be prioritized and like focused, I became acutely aware of the fact that I can't do everything well. Yeah. I despite. Fucking dad Conti. I know. Just knocks it out of the park first try. Yeah. Like, hey, here's something I've been struggling with for basically my entire life. He goes, hmm, I'm going to check out my jack. Um, What up, y'all? That's, he's like that. He's yeah, like, yeah, he is like that. Um, I want to, Can I do a real jack? I'm going to try. Yeah, give it a go. Hey, Jarvis. Um, Yeah. Uh, How about this thing? Oh, thank you. You just solved every problem I've ever had. Yeah, it was a little <laughs> bit like, ah, uh, ah. Uh. Oh, these are so great. Okay, uh, but I have a couple more questions for you. Yeah, I'm missing the power in my... Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of the... <laughs> the punch. Yeah, but um, so we did that, and that was just like another thing that helped sort of... I had already kind of made up my mind at that point regarding some things, but... Did you write a physical like press release? Did you actually do the exercise, or was it more of we like... Did, a... We did the exercise live in our little cool. meeting, and uh, before that, I had written a bunch of notes to prepare to think about things, and I had come to this conclusion. I, I it just felt... Right. But it was nice to have someone who had also like, you know, he's the CEO of our company, but he does a bunch of creative projects as well. And I know that he's had to manage like stuff like this before. And so I was asking questions like, how do you know when to like cancel a project to leave something behind? I've been bearing the lead a bit on this. I decided to stop doing improv. Uh, so for context, I've been doing improv comedy for about two years. And when I started it was really fun because I could just like, it was something cool and new and I was learning about comedy and I was learning about performing and I was just growing, growing, growing so much. And then I joined, I finished all the, taking all the classes I could take and I auditioned for a team. And then I got a position on a team that performed for the theater, a Herald team, um, and did that for about a year. And then um, just as time went on, I began to realize I wasn't excited about the path to continued growth yeah like the result of this grind exactly like i know there's a ton more for me to learn but the difference between now and then it was like the path ahead of me was like a path i didn't want to go down it's like the shit i didn't want to eat right yeah. like it's whereas with other projects um for example like this podcast it's like it 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 has to exist forever yeah it's one of those projects that like I was talking to Jack about this. Like one of my goals for 2018 is stability. And, and and this was one thing on the path to stability, just reducing the the number of engagements, reducing the number of projects that I'm doing. Like this is a show that's like eff almost effortless for us to do and feels like we're compelled to do it. Yeah. And that is so rare because we've both started and given up on projects that didn't have that characteristic. So... And, how, and finding a project like that, especially when it's a social collaborative project, has rejuvenative properties. Exactly. Like doing a Sad Boys, um, as I said, I'm about to probably do an all-nighter. A Sad Boys is going to give me the energy to do that as opposed to take away the energy I would be spending on it. Yeah, and, and one thing that was really hard for me is like the people that I was affecting with my decision. Like I feel bad that I'm not going to like get to play with my friends anymore because I really do enjoy that. Yeah, and fair. I still really do enjoy like being on stage and stuff. But I couldn't 
be at least at my current state of like projects i couldn't be there to the degree that i wanted to be i felt like they deserved me at 100 percent, and yeah. i was giving like 35 percent max i like that that it, it's it's almost it's actually remarkably similar to a breakup Right. Because functionally, you're doing something that is the healthiest decision for both of you. Because exactly. if even only one of the two parties is interested in breaking up, you should probably break up. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. it's going to be ultimately kind of toxic. And yeah, 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 exactly. So while you love improv and you yeah. love your team, you love other things more and have to make that a priority. And eventually, it's just going to become like an, an angry resentful marriage if you force it to stay together. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's just like a not right now thing, you know? Yeah. Um, I have a very bad analogy if you'd like to hear it. Hear, hear, hear me out is what I was going to say. <laughs> hear me out. I'm an alien. I don't know how to talk. Hear me the hear, word. <laughs> hear you out. <laughs> uh, you, want, you want to sing the Jordan's tortured analogy theme? Oh, yeah. Oh, God. It's Jordan's tortured analogy. It's kind of like... Uh, you wouldn't get it. <laughs> That's really good. We need a visual component of this podcast because the faces you make when you sing the themes are uh, memorable to say the least. Like, you look like every emoji. <laughs> I just cycle through all of them. <laughs> yeah, you had the Joyce dream yeah, tears. Here's, here's my eggplant face. <laughs> Ugh, gr- put it away. Sorry. Zip. <laughs> Gross. Um, I. Why well, you have an egg- eggplant in your pants? <laughs> that was weird. But yeah, my torture analogy for this specific situation, and let me know if it aligns, because I, I think I'm on board. Would you say that, let, let's say, for example, that you uh, are an athlete and you're working out, working out, going to the gym is improv. It's like an right. exercise that makes you better at a trade that you care about. And it uh, ultimately is like great for your craft, right? Right, right, right. Anybody that goes into comedy should at least try out improv because it's just adding a quiver to your bow. And, yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. Quiver to your bow. Another bad analogy because you don't. Add quivers. <laughs> you have you had, a quiver. Had, the quiver contains arrows. How embarrassing would that be? <laughs> I, I bought the bow and several quivers, as you asked, my lord. <laughs> this, I just don't understand why these quivers aren't flying <laughs> That's so very heavy. far. <laughs> um, but yeah, so you're working out and you're getting your reps in and you're becoming right. stronger and therefore better at the projects you care about. Right. But then suddenly you get picked up on an actual Olympic team. Right, right, And right. you are exercising every single day. Uh, we could call this either work or sad boys or YouTube or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Several of these other things that in and of themselves were kind of the result of you doing improv in the first place. Right. You found a love for, for artistic contribution and for right, collaboration right. and for comedy. And you said, okay, now I take these big muscles and I don't just do a backflip at home. I do it in Beijing, right? Yeah, like yeah, There's yeah. a purpose to this. And then all of a sudden, like you're working out so much just doing the things yeah. that you don't need to go to the gym. Also, going to the gym is just overworking your body and you're ultimately losing muscle. Right, right. It's like, um, I kind of feel like I, you know, love eating cake or something and then I just have more slices of cake to eat. <laughs> and then it's like, wow, Jarvis, sure you can eat all that cake? And I'm like, I got this. And then <laughs> after the sixth slice of cake, Cake isn't good anymore. <laughs> it's probably not good after like the first slice of cake. <laughs> yeah. But after the sixth slice, it's definitely cake not good. Cake is pretty mediocre after you've swallowed the first bite of cake. Yeah. <laughs> after you've chewed it and gone, oh, that was good. Oh, God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so like it's a little bit like over stimulus, right? Like yeah. it's just – and the hardest part is that I felt like I, I was only giving 35%, right? And basically spreading yourself thin means that you can't really do anything well. <laughs> yeah. And a Harold team, if I'm understanding it correctly, there's like a reasonable limit, right? You don't just have as many people as you can. 
Uh, so if you are the, taking up a space that somebody who could be more dedicated might be able to well, take. Well, so the thing is, we had finished being a Herald team, and we had transitioned to a new show that was play, that's playing at the theater. Um, but the team, like, we've had people move and some mm-hmm. stuff happening, so we're looking for new members. And I was coming off of a break. If there's any time to come back and rejoin in full force, it's now. And I started practicing again, and I was like, I know what full force is, and yeah. I'm not ready to give it right now. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I can't. No, it's not even I'm not ready to give it. It's just like, I can't do it. Uh, and that hurts to like have to come to terms with. Yeah, again, really clear relationship metaphor there, right? Yeah. Like you are, you've had relationships in the past. You know what the honeymoon period was like with this partner. Yeah. And now that it's, you've come back to them, you're like, okay, this isn't the honeymoon period. I remember what that was like and I'm clearly not there again. Right, right. And for me to occupy this person's space and request their 100% without me contributing. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. But it's, it's. I would, I would also say that time is an important aspect of it. Like at a different time, who knows? But I just, all i know is like right now yeah yeah and there's nothing wrong with the weird thing about and again i'm torturing the relationship metaphor here do you want to sing the tortured metaphor theme it's weirdly different (laughs) oh god just please it's as if uh, you wouldn't get it (laughs) i guess it wasn't that different Uh, i guess i was misremembering the the theme by the way uh these are both similes (laughs) oh yeah no it is this thing yeah you wouldn't get it (laughs) yeah it's kind of like a a cow Ah, you wouldn't get it. <laughs> you wouldn't get it. Um, the, the weird thing about like artistic projects or anything that you're doing for your own benefit, including a relationship or including anything that doesn't have like external financial value or whatever, like a job. Right, like, right, right. Maybe you need to stay at a job because you need the financial security yeah, to yeah, find yeah. another job or to just sustain your family, et cetera, et cetera. When it's a thing you do for fun, when it's a thing that exists to make you happy yeah. and it's not doing that as intended, yeah, yeah, yeah. you don't have to do it anymore. It's yeah. only that right like yeah. that's the function of it i came up with a metaphor just now which is you like do theme? yeah give, give me the theme <laughs> ah! is that it that, that was the theme yeah okay cool um so it it's kind of like you go throughout your life you know going and making decisions and some decisions accrue debt it's like like life debt or something or energy debt. Mm. Let's call it energy debt. So you, uh, some stuff gives you energy, some stuff takes your energy away. I think that burnout is like when you accrue so much energy debt by doing too much stuff, by overworking yourself, that you your debt collapses on itself and you have to like declare bankruptcy. Yeah. No. And, and and like that's a, I'm going on vacation next week. Woo. Uh, and it's perfect like perfect timing. Yeah, I know, right? It's it's. It's like if it wasn't coming, I don't know what I'd do. I think I would feel like trapped if I hadn't like planned this vacation. And yeah. my manager was like super supportive and was trying to get me to do it. And so I was like, all right, I got it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to go to New York and like visit Russell. He is uh, just trying to get you to leave the office. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. you don't work out. there anymore. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's trying to get me out so that they can, uh, so they can change <laughs> my name on all the things. Seriously, take a vacation. Take your materials and your laptop and all of your notes with you. Take it. You know what? We don't, we won't even pay you. Just take an indefinite period off. <laughs> Off. And you know what? Don't even come back. <laughs> Ever. Yeah. Come to think of it. Um, so, Jordan, uh. I want to hear about your experience with, with, with burnout. Um, how does it manifest itself in you? And like, what has been triggering that feeling lately? Um, so the key phrase that I always associate, or the key word that I always associate with burnout is guilt. Okay. That, I mean, I, there's a lot of things in my life that make me feel guilty. I feel like I default to guilt 
Mm. Whenever I'm annoyed about something or stressed out about something, I, I take it on as like a personal burden yeah. and or like that I am a personal burden to others. Oh, God, I'm sick. I've screwed people over. Oh, right. God, I'm too tired to go out. I have to cancel plans. Like that kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. I often accrues a lot of uh, guilt debt. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. Like guilt debt. Dude, um, I, I know what you mean. Yeah. It, it's And it's... I can't think of a less functional way of responding to something for the brain. Thanks a lot, brain. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm already feeling bad about the thing. Well, also, you kind of screwed that up, didn't you? Yeah, like, yeah. I know, brain. Yeah. <laughs> you don't need to tell me that I'm fundamentally bad as well as cancel the thing. I, oh, I, I do. My brain does that so often. Like, every time, like, even making this decision, I felt like I was being selfish and I felt bad because I thought I was being too selfish to, like, take my own well-being into account <laughs> yeah imagine that you know it's and i, <laughs> yeah. I described that seriously to my therapist and they were like what are you talking about <laughs> how did you get in here i'm not your therapist <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> please leave my house <laughs> never come back um that was your boss <laughs> that was your manager right <laughs> yeah um but yeah uh, the, the reason i mentioned that is because i don't think it's too important to dive into like the minutiae of why I'm stressed out. I mean, a huge part of me feels very privileged to be stressed out in the way that I am stressed out. Right, I'm right. stressed out because the job that I adore is very intense right now. Yeah, and yeah. It's very intense because we're working really hard. You know, it's, it's ultimately positive. Yeah, yeah. But I think I had made the same mistake that uh, you referenced before, which is effectively that I value all of these things that are in my life. I'm just not doing the things that rejuvenate me, the things that pay off my, uh, what was it, the Emotional debt? Yeah, or you're not cleaning house. I'm not cleaning house. I'm not cleaning house, Jarvis. The yeah, classic yeah. sad boy's mistake. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which itself generates additional guilt because I think to myself, I, did, I literally did a podcast episode about this. That's, How am I fuck this up again? That's like, that's a weirdly recursive guilt spiral too yeah. because you're now guilty about being guilty. <laughs> of that. And it's just like, oh, well, you felt guilty so you didn't like go out and do a thing for your friend and now you feel guilty that you didn't do the thing for your friend way and to now, go yeah and now wow you're just like a sad sack and then you're like feel guilty about that and you can't get anything done because you're too busy like auditing all the guilt yeah, yeah you're trying to you're trying to collect guilt taxes <laughs> trying to get at least some payoff yeah 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 you go to prison <laughs> it's Jordan's tortured metaphor it's Good. back Go directly to jail. <laughs> yeah, that part's not an analogy. <laughs> That's that leave yeah. right now. But yeah, ultimately, you know, without diving into the details, because I think they'll be boring to most listeners, um, I have been, yeah, the work stress has ultimately led to a lot of flakiness on my side, a lot of cancelling plans, a lot of uh, right. delaying events, which in and of itself I think is a bad choice because a lot of the things that I have cancelled while initially probably would have been a struggle to engage and to turn on to activate right. were pretty rejuvenative. I just went and saw Phantom Thread a couple of nights ago. Oh, yeah. Which was surprisingly hard. It was like really hard to be like, okay, be an adult. You're not on your laptop. You're not working. You're walking around. You're wearing a coat. You're laughing with your friends. Getting to that point, oh my weirdly God. difficult. That was me trying to go to practice. It was like, you're going to have fun. <laughs> you're going to laugh. You're your own parent telling yeah, you to go to school. You're going to laugh. You're going to see your friends. It's going to be a good time. And I was like, but I just want to be in bed. Yeah, but but also counterpoint, not do that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> as Ca- well. Counterpoint, what if you did nothing? <laughs> yeah, the tricky thing about nothing is that it's so accessible all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> It'd be like if you're addicted to cigarettes and your fingers were cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, but I can do nothing always. <laughs> yeah, it's like if you're addicted to lollipops and your fingers were lollipops. <laughs> you're like, well, don't like, them. They just can't go away. Like, <laughs> and yeah, I, I, Technically, I start every day in bed. <laughs> So it's a really tricky way to yeah. go like, oh, oh God, God, this again. But yeah, uh, ultimately feeling more positive as of today. I think tomorrow, uh, 
only, only really taking half the day as a personal day, but I think that's a good decision, especially since I want to grind on some of this creative stuff. And uh, all of our super fans will be DMing us and shouting at Jordan and saying, where's the thing? You said you'd make the thing. Yeah. Where's the video essay, Jordan? How do you decide when you're doing too much? Like, I think probably a lot of the people listening are like, I'm experiencing burnout, I think. I don't know. Yeah. but And sometimes you don't know until it's already happened to you. And I think the only reason I am privy to it now is because I've felt it before. But how do you know when too much is too much? So for me, the, the, there's a couple very clear signifiers that are the result of it happening in the past. Right. And me cleaning house, addressing it in the past, and then changing my behavior. So I have like these schemas. I have like schematics on how to fix, right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Doing an all-nighter is one of them. That's something I used to do in college a lot. I don't sleep really very well. Yeah, yeah, Never yeah. have. So as a result, sometimes, uh, especially if I'm anxious or a little burned out, it will affect my sleep even more. So I'm just lying in bed feeling guilty about feeling guilty about not sleeping. Oh my God, yeah. So the best way to address that is something like this. Just fuck it. Just don't sleep. Just get shit done. Feel positive. Go to bed exhausted and fulfilled, right? Yeah, like, yeah, that's yeah. a nice way of addressing it. But to take away like my own personal experience, because that's not very helpful for people, just be like, I don't know, just know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> know yeah, that yeah. it's happening. Um, for me, I spot it most often and it's easiest to track when I identify what like percentage of my time I feel uncomfortable. Mm. And am I enjoying things that I would otherwise feel rejuvenate me, right? Yeah, Like yeah, yeah. the hanging out with friends thing. You love right. hanging out with friends. I love hanging out with friends. Yeah. Why are we hesitating about it? Yeah, yeah, It's yeah. because external stimuli is convincing us that we're not ready for that or like we can't handle that or we have to be on. Yeah. When ultimately, if you do it tactfully and you make sure that you have some rest in between, it will do a lot for you. It'll make you feel a lot better. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. Yeah. Do an audit. Do an emotional audit, people listening. And even if you don't think you're entering burnout, maybe you've just been living in burnout. There's always more balance that you can you know fine i i think for me i knew i knew because of when things start to fall through the cracks um or when i'm starting to lose a handle on the things i'm trying to do uh it really boiled to a head recently when i like was talking to a friend and they called me out on like not being there for them about something oh and i shout out to that friend that's baller hell yeah 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 yeah. and i was just like fuck (laughs) you're you're right yeah and i and i started to realize like how i deal with the situations where i feel overwhelmed Mm. which is like to to retreat and to try and recharge my energy in any way that i possibly can like if it if this were like my energy meter is depleted and so instead of going out i'm like no no i don't know when i'll see the inside of my room again i need to yeah. Be I need to charge my energy. I gotta right soak now. it up. I gotta soak it up. Yeah. So it'll be like, oh hey, do you want to do something? And I'm just like, I can't, I can't, because I need to soak up this like energy <laughs> because who knows when I'll have this opportunity again. Because anything could happen. Every yeah, because all these things keep coming up and it's so hard to like be prepared for them. And I think that I'll explode if I like get caught off guard by like a thing that I have to do yeah. when I don't have like the right energy for it. I think you just identified a really effective way of doing that audit as well. Don't go solo. If you have a support network or even just a couple of people you genuinely trust, get them to contribute to the audit. Because if they're spotting that you're being like unreliable or you're being a little more down or you're not being as emotionally engaged, chances are you know it. Yeah, it's I uh, I've had people casually mention that they see me as really busy and it's like I feel busy, but I never felt like, oh, you're like always busy. Yeah, I'm like interesting. And I don't even know that I'm busy so much. And then I think about how I spend my time and it's like. Sure, I'm doing stuff sometimes, but then other times I'm literally just like sitting in bed and like doing nothing. And I'm like, oh, I'm 
either working or trying to recharge to work. And that means that I'm never available. Yeah. Because it's there's always, no neutral. There's no neutral. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're rolling hills. And so I'm trying to make more space in my life for that because there used to be that. I think I had used to have more chill and I think I've lost some of my chill. Yeah, you used to, you used to be like a cool guy. Yeah, yeah, used yeah. Used to be like a nice, likable guy. And then I got high. <laughs> <laughs> That's a weird lyric. <laughs> it's like, used to be a nice, likable guy that was able to balance my day-to-day activities. And then I got high. <laughs> <laughs> and it helped. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, a lot of the examples he talks about in that, getting high wouldn't necessarily be <laughs> the worst idea. Now, now, you've caught me in an area where I'm not <laughs> super educated. I don't know many of the lyrics other than the structure of the song being, I needed to do something, and then I got high, which implies that I was no longer able to do that thing. <laughs> well, he's got to go to work. He's got to go to school. Right. But then, and get this. Okay. What a twist. Okay. He did some weed. Oh, damn. He friggin' ate a whole weed or whatever. He, he I, I don't weed. know how it works. He, <laughs> he, he married you when... <laughs> We're going to cut that out of the episode. <laughs> before, before we cut out... Yes. Because it feels like we've entered a natural crescendo. Yeah. Um, what do we feel homework-wise for the... Uh, what did we call them? <laughs> the emotional perverts. <laughs> <laughs> We're not going to call him that. The sad, <laughs> the sad fan. Um, the homework is to maybe share us your stories of how you've taken stock of your life and work and the things that you value and made changes. Yeah, not even much accountability for this week's homework. I think just do it. Even yeah. if you don't feel like you might be a little burned out, maybe you have those people in your lives just going, seems like you're really busy all the time. And then you go like, oh shit, I guess I am. I didn't yeah, even notice. Yeah. It's you can adapt. You can get comfortable with it. And that's not necessarily a bad thing, but it's worth being aware of. Absolutely. If you think that there is something that you could either distance yourself from or do more of or drop or engage more with, you should. You should yeah. at least explore that opportunity. And also, second homework, keep me on my fucking toes about the video. I said, oh, my Please. God. I, I will do it many times just myself. Yeah, it's funny. Like, I I said all this stuff, but, like, I ran from work to get here. I needed you to order me food so that I could eat before I head to a thing after this. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Oh, my God. I didn't even realize how completely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's uh, these times should be becoming less and less frequent now that I've sort of started to make changes, but... I think it's very telling that I didn't even identify that until you said that right now. I was yeah, like, oh yeah, yeah, Jarvis, he just needs to order him food because he's running to my home. Right, yeah. that's Jarvis. Yeah, that's what <laughs> he's, he does. He's, cool. he's running to my home and this is his only window to eat. <laughs> I see. And do a podcast that he has to edit in yeah, like 24 yeah. hours. Great. So yeah, no, so we had a doctor appointment and then work and then he edited some <laughs> photographs and then he did, it's like, it's like all, I, I did like six things this morning before I went into work. And yeah. it's like, I was already tired when I got to work this morning. Um, but it's... But we're more consistent with sad boys. We're more consistent with sad thing. boys. And we're doing it even though I'm tired and frankly, a little burned out still. But I'm going on vacation. Hopefully we won't miss a week. Maybe we'll uh, queue up an episode yeah. for when I'm gone. Record something this weekend, maybe. And uh, and I'm going to try to, you know, clean house. I think that my vacation is going to be, um, cleaning house is going to be one of my goals. And spending time with a good boy, Russell. Yeah, and spending time with my friend Russell, who lives in New York now. I'm going to try to not stress out about making a video. If one happens, cool. If one doesn't, yeah, we'll And they see. do sometimes just happen without you trying. Sometimes. <laughs> like, ah, fuck, and you wake fuck up, it's just on the floor God. of your bedroom. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, like, my last video didn't involve me waking up, and I was like, you turned on the camera. I guess I'll make this video. <laughs> I guess it's time to be fun. Right. Um, shout out. People should go check out your new video. Hey, thanks, hey. man. What's it called? Where do I find it? It's called... Uh, Another day in the life of a software engineer, and it's kind of a mockumentary uh, video. You lambasted 
a good friend of yours. Uh, kind of messed up. She's Jonas. in on the joke. She's yeah, in on the joke. Well. She's in on the video. In fact, it's a sweet sad boys alum. Maiko. Yeah. So uh, Maiko appears in my newest video, does some acting. Um, people on YouTube don't get it. <laughs> uh, no, I, I think a lot of people do get it. Uh, but some people are like, so you going to work at 11 a.m.? So you don't do any work? Someone commented, uh, you turned the most important part of this video into a joke. These people must be a riot to watch The Office with. Yeah. <laughs> Michael Scott is such a bad manager. They don't take work seriously. <laughs> yeah, you can't. One put- star. Take the stapler out of the jelly. That's disgusting. I would not want to be your coworker, Jim Halpert. <laughs> Jim. <laughs> um, Inner office romance? That's so unprofessional. <laughs> so, as always, you can reach us on Twitter at SadboysPod and on Facebook at SadboysPod. Consistency, baby. Yes. Um... Personally, you can reach me at Jarvis on Twitter. And you can hit up the kid at Jordan A-D-I-K-A. That's Jordan Adika. Jordan Adika. And you can find your social media handle, at whatever it is, I assume. Yeah, you can find it at, you know, whatever you decided it was. At enter handle. Um, yeah. And you should follow us and you should send us messages through our DMs because we read them all and we reply to all of them. And you we should do. do it. We do, we do, we I do. I promise that if you send us a DM, we will reply to it. I mean. Kaboom. All right. And it'll be immediate and it'll be very long. Six paragraphs, Jarvis will write it. Where did that contract come from? <laughs> How did you even sign in, blood? <laughs> so, as always. Let us say. We love you. And we sorry. Boom. Boom. <laughs> Bit of a weird one. I, yeah, I dig it. I like it a lot. It's a weird consistency. Consistency.